Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Glenn, how are you? You guys are all over the world. I, I'm in the city that we all live in. You're, you're elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us where you are? I'm in New York City. Uh, New York City? New York City at a fancy old hotel. Oh, shit. The Let Big Apple. My, what are you me, sipping I, there? I, I'm I, sipping coffee. Right. Glenn, go, go, go do whatever you got to do. I'll talk to Charlie. Fuck this guy, right? I mean, let's get rid of Let's just fuck this, this guy. guy. He wants to get up. I know. Oh, he can down. still hear us. Uh, he's oh, got yeah. the oh, shit. He's got the earbuds yeah, yeah, yeah. in. Fuck. Damn it. Fuck. All right. He's outsmarted yeah. us again. Oh, shit. That's a nice oh, place man. you're staying in. Hey, man. It's not too bad. Caitlin, Caitlin is very upset. She noticed the angle that, that I use. She's very upset with it. She thinks that people give a flying fuck about what the, is in the background. And I, I don't care. But I do appreciate that Glenn made it look nice. Uh, no, this is just what it looked like. I, I, I keep it nice. I keep it mm. nice. You know what I mean? I, I was the first spot where, you know, you got a little natural sun shining on your face, uh, you know, without a hideous background. This is really the only spot I had where I could get both those things. Uh, it's a little bit of a weird thing, but look, we're both showing, you know, kitchen stuff, I guess. Rob? <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. For sure. the listener, um, I'm sure this is absolutely fascinating. Um, I ought to and, get in uh, there to talking about the kitchen stuff you can see in the background of the shots, which I cannot see because I'm just listening. But honey, get out of here! They're going to keep describing. Cre- get over here. <laughs> well, all the creeps can see that um, Glenn looks like he's wearing some sort of a beanie. Um, real fascinating look. I'm into it. Um, I'm into it. And for the listeners, it's not going to mean much to you. But it's worth maybe checking out on on the YouTube or the video podcast because it's, it's, it's an interesting look. It's sort of a prison cap. I know what it's about, though. Well, I know what it's about. You, I don't know if you want to like talk about well, what it's about or if that's so a secret. So I, 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 I ran this. I actually ran this by uh, some people just in case it in case it came up, and I figured it would just because it's like yeah, it's tough to avoid. You can't hide it, but you can't hide it. I don't know why I chose to wear this particular hat. It's just it was kind of a last minute thing. I was like, oh shit, I need a hat. Um, yeah. So I am doing a. I'm in Toronto because I'm shooting a movie. And my character is um, is bald on top, uh, not you know completely bald, just you know male pattern baldness, bald on top. And uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll show. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't look that great right now because uh, we did the hair and makeup test on Monday, so it's had a little chance to to kind of grow back in. Oh, but uh, uh, it's glorious, it's so man. Great. It is glorious. Yeah. Yeah, it's grown yeah, back it's in a so little bit. From the, the pictures you sent were astounding. It's amazing. I what... mean, any listener right now needs to become a creep very quickly. It's worth Absolutely. becoming a creep just so, to watch. Glenn, Glenn looks as creepy as possible. He's now one of it, you. He's a creep. If you are a seeing creep, um, <laughs> Glenn has shaved his ha- hair but left the sides, although the sides are very tight as well. It's pretty tight. Yeah, it 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 changes uh, over the course of the film. Um, it starts kind of longer like this, and then by the end, it's a little more Jason Statham. You know what I mean? It's a little more like it's down, pretty great like, man, down real tight. Well, you know, maybe not not as short as this is right now. But it looks it's so good. It's and so how are you good. feeling it's so, about it's, so its potential ability to come back? You think it's you know, or wow. this look? No, no, I mean like no, will the, the hair grow back or? <laughs> Have you damaged? I did, you you know, did, did the razor hit all the plugs and jack those? I mean, up? 
I, it's not that it did. The thought crossed my mind for sure. Um, you know, but I thought, well, that's just stupid. I mean, I shave my face all the time and the hair right. always comes back. Like what's, you know what I mean? They're just, they're hair follicles. How delicate could they be? And yet I feel like I have heard stories and I, I don't know if you guys, have you ever had anybody who's like, yeah, I shaved my head and it never came back. Like, I feel like I heard some people say that, but I feel like Danny said that to me once. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Right. It's like, I it just like never Danny came said back. Like, yeah, I took it all off once and then that was it. But I don't know. I could be making that up. Now, are you using one of our, one, are you utilizing our sponsors? Because we have a sponsor who, who could maybe take care of that head. Wrong head. Wrong. Yeah. Hey, come on. Hey, hey, come on. hey jokes, come on. Joke's in for the listeners, the creeps. <laughs> Honey, they made a sexual reference. Speaking of sex, speaking of sexual references, and speaking of sex offenders, uh, which is the look that that Glenn does have going well, on right now, and it's not just the baldness; it's the it's the whole. Look. I mean, Rob. No, it isn't. I think no, you look isn't. more like a Parisian safe cracker or something with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you for putting up. That's I prefer that. I yeah. prefer that spin. Like um, you're going to tiptoe into that apartment and you might have a croissant and uh, then you're going to crack I'm going to guess that and... anybody who's a Parisian safe crack- cracker is also a sex offender. You know, just just throwing that out there. That is so. You are so offensive today. I, I've I've just run into too many French people who are fucking dickheads. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. We're doing our best. <laughs> Have you ever met a country full of more dickheads? Maybe the U.S. Okay, fine. All right, fine. We've got a lot of dickheads running around here too. But man, well, French. it is an interesting move to be like. I'm mad that like. I'm mad that you don't know my language and I'm also mad that you're trying to learn it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're mad <laughs> like at You both. give it a you shot. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, they're just mad. They're just angry. You got, they yeah, they're just, they're they angry about it. I don't know what they're so angry about. They live in a beautiful country. I mean, what they, the hell's they going hate on that there? We, like, we, they hate that we saved them from, uh, well, no, I didn't. My, my grandfather did. Our, it, they're your, still hanging on to that? Your grandfather did. <laughs> I think so. They're still, I think really? they're upset about them just getting their fucking asses kicked and the U.S. Mm. had to come in and save their... Sorry, and so did the Russians. We we saved you guys. Anyway, I'm just I'm, now I'm upset about the French. Yeah, boy, no, that's you're okay. With the French, I mean, <clears throat> Rob, I'm very popular in France. I can't go anywhere near this. It's, uh... Oh, maybe maybe that's what it is. I'm angry that they have no idea who I am. They're like, who is no, this? No, they don't know. They don't say, Rob, hello, Rachini. There's too many sounds, no? Too many sounds, no? How do you say? I do, you know, fuck everybody. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had an old, I had an old roommate who was French, and he, and I loved him. He's lovely, and his his family was lovely. So it's not all of the French, but you know what I'm saying. It's a vibe. It's a. Vibe. It's the way I staff. think they're. It's the way it's. I staff. think. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and yeah, they're like, they're aware. I think I think the French. I think the French are aware that there is a certain you know, number of them that don't, uh, you know, and they probably feel misrepresented by uh, the rude ones, you know, because I'm sure there's a, a quite a few uh, friendly French people, but they do have a reputation for for being a bit, a bit sort of like snooty, right? Little, yeah. little sort of uh, dismissive snooty, uh, like, you know, it's this whole thing of like, you know, you, you try to stumble through a couple French phrases because you're trying to order French fries the right way in the country and they're just like, like I love it. What they always do is they 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 come up to the table. They immediately st- start speaking French because they don't know where you're from. Although they could probably tell, so maybe they don't. But but that's fair. You're that's fair. You're in their nation, and they're going to speak French to you. Okay, great. 
No, but that's, that's the whole fair. thing. Once they if they know yeah. once they know you're you you're an English speaking person, they stop speaking French entirely. Because yeah. they're like, we're not even going to play this fucking game. I don't have time for this shit. And you know what? They're not totally wrong. It, that's got to be fucking annoying after a while to watch. Just you're, you got like, I got I got ten tables. I got ten fucking tables. I got to listen to this guy stumble through his shitty French every time. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not going to work for but, me. But even that I would be okay. If then, I have shit to do. I have so many cigarettes to smoke. I have fifteen more cigarettes to smoke in the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> well anyway yeah. <laughs> okay um well so this episode's I, not going to travel well over there i know well uh, i uh, so we'll check our I was numbers say in that, france and if we're playing yeah. big in france we'll cut all that oh that's yeah, not a bad idea all right okay yeah 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 so mag you'll you'll check the numbers and then decide to cut that cut that cut that or not there is no mag <laughs> meg is very close to france right now meg is somewhere in the heathrow airport Oh, do you think she's just like tearing, tearing through the airport, like all frantic and sweaty and shit, yes. like trying to get to her computer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's very uh-huh. upset that she's, that she's missing this, even though we've made it very, very clear that it's, it's okay to be in Heathrow airport and not be able to get a great Wi-Fi signal. Uh, it's a whole thing. You know, you go somewhere else and then the phone takes a minute to be like, how do I get a, how do I get the interweb? Right. What is this? Yeah. What's what's the system what here? What is this? You know what? Maybe if she's in Heathrow, she's there's there's definitely some French people around. Maybe we she could go up and talk to a few of them and just see if they're nice. See if the first if if their first instinct is to say hello. Um, you're a fellow human. It's a pleasure to meet you. Um, or would well, they just you sort of look at you with disdain because you're you know an American? Who, you know who's really nice. You know who's really nice? French Canadians. Canadian. Yeah, Canadians. Well, Canadians in general. Canadians. Canadians. Yeah. Just, just an go, absolutely uh, well, lovely, lovely, lo- I was in a store the other day and there were so many, uh, so much gratitude being thrown around, you know, from all the customers and everyone who worked, you know, it was a whole smile, like a, a guy, you know, I bought some wine and, uh, and, and a guy, and the guy said, uh, you know, thanks, thanks very much for, co- thank me for coming in. Thank you very much for coming in. I said, well, I, pr- I appreciate you. And he goes, I appreciate you. Like it, yes. that was the exchange. It was like, well, I was like, thanks, man. I appreciate you. And he goes, and I appreciate you. And he meant it. <laughs> he meant it. It wasn't snarky. Yeah. Like I couldn't even deliver it real. I, I like it, it even came off snarky when I did it. As I mean, I appreciate you. Like, <laughs> but it was very, it was very, he meant it. You know what I mean? Like, so I, actually, um, I, I don't know when, when I was, uh, this was back in 2004, I was visiting a, a friend, um, uh, who we all know, Morena Baccarin. She was doing a pilot in, sorry, she was doing a TV show in Vancouver. And uh, I went up there to visit her and we were hanging out and we were driving somewhere. And, you know, this was like four years after I, oh no, sorry, three years after I'd moved from New York City to Los Angeles. And, you know, both both places, you know, can can bring out the uh, the cynic or sort of the uh, misanthropic side of, of anyone. Um, but, uh, Anyway, there was a, we were sitting in the car and there was a, we were waiting at a red light and there was a crosswalk and a guy walked in front of the car and he walked in front of the car and he just kind of walking like this and he looks over at us sitting in the car and he's like, and he waves like that. And then he turns and keeps walking. Morena and I are both like, the fuck? What the fuck is this guy up to? I don't know what this does he guy. want? Oh, shit. What does he want? What does he what, want from me? What is that shit? What is that shit? What does he want from us? You know what I mean? And then he just kept walking and both of us looked at each other and we're like, oh shit, we're assholes. Like that guy was just being nice. He was just being nice. That's it. He saw us and he was like, gave us a wave and was like, you know, just wanted us to have a good day. He was, he was floating on a fucking cloud. 
and he wanted us to feel the same way. So, you know, I don't know. I see. I think New York gets a bad rap because I think people assume that New Yorkers are assholes. And I never found that at all. I I feel like New York is an incredibly friendly city as compared relative to other other cities and countries. I've always found that to be the case. I think they're used used to be more of a no. Yeah, brash, like more of a no nonsense. Like, all right, hurry up. Do your order. My uncle had a really funny story about his first time visiting New York City. And he was like this like Tennessee mountain man. And he's uh walking down the street and there's a cop standing on the corner and he walks up to the cop and he goes like uh morning officer and the cop goes yeah very funny keep it moving <laughs> <laughs> very funny yeah, very funny yeah 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 hilarious guy oh good morning oh yeah i guess it is a good morning yeah. Well, I think what you're referring to, Robin, you're not totally wrong. I, I, I actually feel the same way about New Yorkers. I think you're I think you're right. I mean, look, there's assholes everywhere, but I think in general, I think you're right. But um, the difference is and I think that, that, you know, coming from Philly, you also find this find this refreshing coming from the south, you know, where everyone is just like overly polite. Um, I actually found the directness, the candor, and the brashness of a lot of New Yorkers very refreshing. I was just kind of like, oh, great. You're not like trying to couch this in a bunch of like flowery fucking bullshit. That's how like, I feel. Don't, don't, don't give me the fake sweet. I'll take, I'll take an asshole over someone who's fake sweet. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Right, well, th- then, then go to the Midwest because that's for goddamn sure. That's legit too. You go to anywhere in Wisconsin, for example, you walk around and I, that is a genuine genuine kindness and compassion that I've that, no, yes, genuine exactly. kindness you know, I'm here for. That's great. That's yeah. Great. I- Illinois, Wisconsin, like the, the, uh-huh. the middle part of this country, the, uh, you walk around and they, they mean it. Yeah. When they Why say, they, oh, so how happy. are you? How are yeah, you? You know, they, 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 they mean it. That's not like a, you know, I'm from the South. I have to put on airs and, you know, I, look, I, I sound like I'm coming down on all Southerners. I am a Southerner. I just, I just found that there were, there's a, a certain, number of people in the South who have a tendency to kind of do this performative sort of greeting every time you walk in the room. They're like, how y'all doing? It's so great to see y'all. And you're just like, uh, why? Why is it that great? It's not that great to see me. I know it isn't. I know it's not that great to see me. So don't don't fucking throw out that. Oh my gosh. How long has it been? You're not really wondering how long it's been. You don't fucking care how long it's been. Who cares? It's just, it's bullshit. It's performative. I don't like it. Well, I, I have not spent as much time in the South as you have, but I can say that when I do when I do go down there, have traveled to say Louisiana or Mississippi or Texas, I appreciate it because I'm not getting on it. I'm not getting it on the regular. So it is nice right. to have people just yes. come up and, and whether it's fake or not, I have no idea because I'm only there for a week at a time and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the nice, the niceties, but I could see that maybe over time, you start to sniff yeah. out who's who's. You start to see through it. I, I think you yeah. find that Check most people, wherever you go, wherever in the world, their resting state is fairly nice and accommodating. Oh, not most, in France. Not in but, France. And then That's what, what I'm happened? In fr- what happened there? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. It's got to be a and, geography thing. Not again. Not to suggest that how many people, there's millions and millions and millions of people that live in France. They're not all assholes, but they're resting. Like you have to get past the artifice, and then you find, oh wow. The, what are you? What are you? What are you so afraid of? What yeah. are you so afraid of over there, guys? Uh, oh, I you feel, think it's fear? I feel nothing because there is no point to life and uh, no point uh, to this yeah. exchange <laughs> right. that we are having. And it's meaningless. Uh, it's me- meaningless, and I feel nothing but malaise. <laughs> <laughs> 
were still supported by Athletic Greens uh, and their green drink powder, AG1. Uh, a combination of 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and Glenn, how do you say it? Adaptogens. Adaptogens. I mean, I mean, it's great. I, I take it, uh, you know, first thing in the morning so it gets absorbed on an empty stomach. I'm getting all those nutrients, like, right into my system. It tastes excellent, and I feel like it doesn't taste too healthy, which is good. I don't want it to taste too healthy. <laughs> what about the smell? I love, I love the way it smells. It, just, it smells delicious. Think about the smells, you bitch. Think of the smells. I can confirm it smells just fine. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sunny. Okay, that's important. Athleticgreens.com slash sunny. That's how uh, Meg uh, gets uh, uh, her money. Again, Megan doesn't get paid. Megan doesn't get paid. All right, unless you go to athleticgreens.com slash sunny, okay? Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Well, all right, so we took care of the French. Should we talk about the episode? Yeah, we, Should we? Yes. Uh, well, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about the episode, but I just, I miss you guys. I haven't seen you in a while, and I like talking to you just about your life and what's going on, so... Oh, okay. Well, hey, listen, pal, I, but, I miss you too. But I'm happy to transition. I mean, look, I wish you're here in New York City, man. Ton of fun this town. And, yeah, it sure uh, is. So we got it? we got Toronto, we got L.A., we got New York, and we've got London. I mean, we are we're are we some jet out. setters? Well, you guys are the jet setters. I'm just sort of sitting in my the same place. Yeah. Well, I think we should talk about the episode. Uh, do you guys remember what the impetus what the impetus for this episode was? No. Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> was, I don't at all. Around a like, time, it was a time where there there was a new law that was out that was that was making people that you you had to register as as a sex offender. I, I will say this feels like to me like one of the episodes where we just had a funny concept. Like, hey, what if Dennis looked a lot like a guy who was a registered sex offender? I, I feel like that is could have just been like a card on the wall. Like somebody looks like a sex offender or something. Well, I mean, you know, we used to, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I used to, and I think you did too, Rob, and maybe you too, Charlie, but like used to like kind of just skim through Philadelphia newspapers to see what was going on in the city, you know, see if there was something specific to Philadelphia that we wanted to deal with. And there was a new sex offender law that had been passed about, you know, how they have to register. Um, Might have been one of those headlines that that caught our eye and we went, you know, oh, okay, that's that's kind of an interesting you know, thing. And then to have, you know, Dennis, uh, look like this guy. I don't know where that came from, but, uh, I'll tell you what, I was very excited when we were breaking that episode, the, the thought of like actually getting to play like this guy, you know, getting to, to do, to like do, you know, like an Eddie Murphy or fucking thing. You know what I mean? Just put on a fat yeah. suit and, and be just like a totally different guy. That was fun. Yeah. I, you know what, Megan, uh, I think sent us a list of questions that I have here. And I could read some of them off. Glenn used to be the host. Well, yeah, no. Well, that was, you know, I think what happened was you guys sensed uh, the power dynamic shifting and you guys were like, we got to step up. Otherwise, Howerton's going to be the star of this thing. And I can't have that. Oh, here she comes. Look, at the, oh, wow. Look at the timing this of this. Oh, Megan my God. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking Megan about Megan from Heathrow. We were, uh, this thing was going over like a lead balloon, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? I had your questions. I was going to read your questions off. 
but now you're here and you could do it. So are you are you no. all set up over there? Microphone and everything, recording and I, you're, you're. I have my microphone. Yes, Do you I'm have in a coffee. Tea? Sh- <laughs> I have a, actually. I have a latte. This will prove that I'm here because we don't have this brand in the states. I don't think so. <clears throat> Um, Drinking a Megan, coffee we've at done, what is we, what night like seven o'clock or uh, six six o'clock at night? There is that is that right? <laughs> it's what time uh, is it there? five, I think five thirty. Five. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I Risky. gotta stay Risky. up. I gotta I gotta Risky. stay up till like ten tonight to beat this jet lag. So. Uh, do you have your bags and everything, Megan, or are they just like oh, going yeah. around at the thing? I'll show you. No, you got your bag, and then you got to a little quiet area. How do you find a quiet area in the middle of an airport? I don't understand. Like, I, what, I hear the hustle possible? bustle, but I like it. It's it's. I know, but you're sitting on like a nice leather couch and shit. Like, where where do you find something? I'm in like a little that? coffee shop. Well, the airports in um, the UK are lovely. Heathrow Airport is like my favorite. Sometimes I come here early just to like hang out here because it's nice. And they fucking everybody hates you at LAX. You know what I mean? Like the second you walk <laughs> in, they're like, "Move, keep moving, move." <laughs> Keep it moving. Like, you have to stop your car for like two seconds at the curb to let your friend out. It's like, let's go. Get what the is- car out of here. I need all the cars out of here. <laughs> don't you love to when like you it's go to TSA right now, and they've LAX. changed a rule where they're like, we don't need you to take laptops out of bags anymore. And then they're like irritated with you for not knowing it. Like, they're like, right. no, keep your shoes on. You're like, well, I you don't keep know. keep one guys- shoe on. Again, people, you get to keep one shoe on. Okay. <laughs> all right. One shoe on. As long as you have an orange sock. If you have an orange sock, you can keep your both shoes on. But if you got white socks, you got to take a third of a shoe off. Okay? Don't make me say it again, the fl- people. The, the flip side of that is the seventy-five percent of people who get who who stand in a line for an hour, then they get to the very front of it, and then they have no idea why they're there, or what's going on. Apparently, oh, they've yeah. never been on an airplane before. They don't know that they have to walk through a metal detector, and that oh, their phone will set it off or might set it off, and therefore it shouldn't be in your pocket. I, that's I pretty mean, frustrating. Yeah, that's. I, there was a lady who was incensed. She couldn't bring her giant bottle of water through. She was drinking. It's like, is this your first time flying? <laughs> yeah, you never yeah. heard that. You, that's like something. That even if you haven't been to, you the don't airport, look like the kind of, of person that it's your first time flying. So you should know this. You know what? Here they've done away with the customs. Like you just put your passport on like a machine, and it just opens a door, and you like walk through. But I kind of miss like the interaction with the customs official. But I came here once to the UK and they were asking me questions about like, what was my business here? And I was saying like, oh, I'm seeing my husband. And they were like, what's your business? And I was like, I work in television. And then the customs guy was like, do you make a lot of money at that? And I was like, do I have to answer that? Like, he just was curious. And so he was just asking me how much money I made. And I was like, it's just weird. He was like, no, I'm just interested. I was like, well, it's weird in the capacity of you being a customs agent to ask me questions like that. Right. You got how much you got on you right now? Like, what, how much you got on you? <laughs> you know, let's just, let's just say you were having trouble getting Is through. Would you, you have oh. the means to? Uh, would this... you have the the ability to? Uh, you know, grease the grease the squeaky wheel as as it were. You know, to grease those, grease uh, some palms. Those tits are they real or what you got working with over there? It's like that sort of question. Right. There are well, other that, ways yeah. to get into Is this that country. A television effect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've talked to you I'm sure I, I know I've bitched to you guys about this before but one of my just all time most infuriating and confusing things is you know the number of times I've been you know you're waiting at the ticket counter you don't have to do this kiosks now so this is kind of an older problem but like when you would wait at the ticket counter to give them your bags and get you know uh, issued your ticket you know you walk up here's here, here's all it is you walk up you hand them your ID which you should already have in your fucking hand unless you're an asshole, you hand him the ID 
They print the ticket out, they get your bag, they put it on and you're gone within, within three minutes. I'm out of there, you know? And yet every single motherfucker that's in front of me is like the, per, the, the person's on the computer, like, like fucking writing a, writing a fucking novella. And you're like, what are you, what are you doing? Does this person have a, like, who shows it, it, it? Like, I imagine people show up to the airport and they're like, what is, what is this place? And they're like, oh, this is an airport. Oh, okay. Well, sh- maybe I should go somewhere. Yeah, maybe you should. And it just goes on and on. They're like, well, what, where do you guys fly to? Like, what do you, <laughs> how does it take that long? Like to get, you, you either have a fucking ticket for this flight or you don't. What are you doing? I never understood that. It drives me crazy. You've always been one to, you've always been one to, to get very fairly frustrated at, at say a, a coffee shop where there's a line of, you know, eight people. And then you have the people waiting in line and it takes maybe like 12 minutes or maybe it's less, maybe it's four minutes. It doesn't matter. The point is when the person finally gets up to the, the barista and then says, then starts looking at the menu. And doesn't like, know yeah, what it is yeah, that, yeah. that they want to get until okay, they get up there. Okay, let's see. You're like, I'm going to fucking punch you in the back of the neck, you fucking asshole. Like, what I, is... I, I just... Now, Meg, we've spent the first half of the podcast complaining about the French. Do you see any French people around you? Have you heard them? Are yeah, you seeing anybody around you who is acting like an asshole? I, um, I, I haven't seen any, any French people okay. around, but I'll let you know. There must be some. I'm in the International Arrivals Terminal. So everybody's here. It's actually the one they shot um, Love Actually in. Um, so the, the you guys probably never seen Love Actually, but um, women will know that uh, this is the terminal they shot the arrival scene in. <laughs> Love the Actually. Three, the three of us shook our heads. <laughs> yeah. Love Actually. <laughs> I mean, they may as well have titled that movie, Men Don't Bother. <laughs> you know? And they didn't. They didn't. Love apparently Actually. Uh, Love Actually. <laughs> don't be sarcastic with me movie title uh, fuck you yeah um it's love uh actually it's love yeah yeah so all right okay so there you go okay. um the answer the, the, what is that what does that mean was the, was the question posed um are you with me for the sex or are you with me yeah, for something right, else yeah. sweetie um, Are you with me for my money? Uh, love, actually. <laughs> yeah, Tony. yeah. Let's 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 talk. Okay. Let's, let's let's talk it's about love. a movie that we've never seen actually, and pontificate on why the movie is called. Why that. the title? I like that, I like that game. Good. Yeah. Okay. I, cool. I think it could also be um, that it's like you thought you were in love with somebody, but then you meet somebody else, and you're like, actually, that's love. I didn't realize that until I met this person. This is love, actually. Mm. The mm-hmm. thing before was that's just most likely, I thought yeah. it was. That's did I get too real? Did I did I did I not be funny and I actually nailed it? Meg, did I Could nail it? Is it be that, about is that kinda... someone who's incapable of feeling love and then suddenly like starts to feel it and like this is actually this the is love actually. of love. Is the it's actually that. Yeah. What if what if the movie is about a guy named Phil actually? Phil actually. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And then there's yeah. a there is Star Cross lovers. There's a woman mm-hmm. named Jane. And Jane love. she falls she falls in love, actually. Jane Love falls in love with Phil, actually. <laughs> and uh, this is great. This is really good stuff. All right, so, so we've good. got a sequel. Who's in, that, who's in that movie? Who's in that movie? Everyone, right? Isn't it one of those? Uh, yeah. 
lots like lots 500 of people, people? Are in that movie yeah because it's like yeah, six it's like... different stories i i prefer your version of it to the actual one so i'm not going to tell you guys what happens in it because you should break you like our your version? own version yeah i, I probably did see it and just don't remember seeing it it sounds like a hugh grant movie was he in that is that a hugh grant joint yes hugh grant was in it oh he for real on, he was yeah of, mm-hmm. of course he was what of are you kidding he me was he was in love actually um, i believe he played the prime minister in the movie of love the prime, yeah, minister. The prime minister <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the prime minister of love love actually um <laughs> Oh, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas okay. movie. The Prime well. Minister oh. of Kindness. Of love, actually. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the first line. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Listen to this cast for one second. Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Kira Knightley, Martine McCutcheon, don't know, Bill Nye, Rowan Atkinson. I must see this movie. These are fantastic actors. We're missing out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't tickle my fancy. I saw yeah. the poster. I they're knew great. all those people were in it. I still didn't go see it. No, they're great. They're, they're great. great they're, they're great. great. They just need to do a, do a movie. Now, if the movie was called Guns, actually, I probably would have gone to see it. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, Fists, Fists, actually, you know, yeah, and then had that cast, actually, I'd, be, yeah. I'd be like, fuck yeah, man. What is that? Like, what is that shit? Like, yeah. Or Fist Action Lee. And it's about a guy named Lee and his fist action. Yeah, yeah, and all of his fist action. I'm seeing that for sure. Are we ever going to talk about this episode? Let's do it. There was one scene, and I don't remember which it was, where I was behind the monitors watching you guys. It might have even just been part of the scene, and and my stand-in was doing the thing where he was holding his breath as me. Um, I don't remember which shot it is. I think it's maybe when the lady comes in to speak to us, and then after I, I don't know why we did that, but I think in those early seasons we had so little trust about anyone, That's except why. one I of know us exactly being why the we would have done that. Yes, because yeah, we're control so, freaks, and somebody had to be behind the camera. One of yeah. Them. So yeah. I was behind the camera, and I, I always remember being like, "Wow, this guy." I think his name was David, who was my stand-in um, that season. Was like ripped. Like uh, I was like, "This guy oh, is yeah, handsome, yeah. handsome." David. David was really handsome. handsome Handsome guy and uh, strong. And I was like, wow, great, man. Good standing. Good, good double. (laughs) The thing where, where he, where Frank falls against the wall and spills all the (laughs) chicken parts. Did that, did that line where it's like, ah, you, you, you made me drop all the chicken parts or whatever. Is that line in the episode or is that just in the bloopers? I just remember thinking that was really funny too. The, 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 the idea that he's not cooking chicken, he's cooking chicken parts. Yeah. He says that in the episode. He does? Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah. like I always like yeah, that. Yeah, like just he, the parts you know, of chicken. cooking there, chicken there's, parts. There's a, yeah. specific, there's a couple specific things in there that I I remember it, it, during the writing process being really pleased with um the like the very spe- the, the, the specificity of turkey sangria. And I remember like <laughs> writing that and thinking it was funny. And then I remember you guys l- reading that and laughing and being like, what is that? And I said, I, I don't know, but it just sounds funny. And it, your imagination goes to whatever that might be. Right. Turkey sangria. At the dinner party, you, the whatever was on the plates was just like a gray sort of yes. like mash. Like it was oh, yeah, really yeah. funny. I remember that. I, that. I remember shooting that and being like, why does it look like this? But Everything looks funny, dead. Yeah. yeah, everything just yeah. looks like devoid, so completely devoid of Because we made it. Yeah, because yeah, our characters made it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I really think it really helps you see how these people became who they became. Uh, the, the the parents, I mean, are in the, the parents are worse than the characters. 
Yeah, the parents are insane. Or worse than our characters. Yeah. Oh, this, by yeah, the way, much. is the um, Mrs. Mac Bow episode, which is... Uh, yeah, yeah, you mentioned it in the like, last one, but... I, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's, I, I mixed them up. That's right. Yeah, this is the one with the yeah, bow and I remember because you watched them both. Uh, but like, er, I like, did. When you were, yeah, yeah, I couldn't help myself. Um, yeah. You know what threw me on this one, though, is... is D's motivation for getting Dennis beat up, um, I kind of felt like something that we didn't do before and haven't really done since. Like, where the characters will definitely like screw each other over for their own needs and wants, but probably never to like that kind of an extent, like to get somebody hurt intentionally. I mean, I guess we just did Lighter on Fire an episode before, but. <laughs> what, was the very first, uh, what was the motivation that ended that episode where we put Dennis into a situation where he was assaulted? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. in the that first the episode. Very first one. The very first one. That's the very first episode. But that's not how that yeah. was supposed to happen. That, that it was, went down it, the wrong way. Oh, it went right, down right, the wrong right, way. It went down the wrong way. Got he it, was yeah. supposed to just wake up in bed with a guy, and the guy was supposed to uh, yes, scare yes, Dennis yes. into not wanting to be a gay bar anymore. Yeah, it was supposed to be a couple guys from D's acting class, but uh, she she couldn't get those guys. So whoever those guys were were just random dudes that I picked up when I was drunk as shit. Like, Got it. I think that's basically what we're Got saying. It. So technically, I don't think it really was, you know, your fault. But uh, yeah, no, it, I I I think it I I think it I think it's fine. Uh, it's it's fun to see D, um, you know, do something so manipulative and uh, you know use my use my uh, narcissism against me. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm always a fan of that. It's fine. I, your voice as Wendell, uh, your your <laughs> fat suit voice. I remember throwing throwing us off the first time because you didn't really tell us what you were going to do. Yeah, I thought it'd be more fun to just kind of come in and, and do it once I was in the fat suit in full hair and makeup and just start doing it. But uh, uh, by the way, I didn't even know what the voice was going to be either until I got into the full thing and saw it. Once I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, it's got to just be it, it. Really, what it was was just like a really, really bad Al Pacino impersonation. Like that's all it really is. Uh, it's just a a a, a, a really bad Al. And I knew it was bad enough to where it was like it, people wouldn't know that I was doing an Al Pacino uh, like impersonation because I can't do one well. And so I was like, oh, that's good for the character then. And I remember, and there's a great there's a great blooper of it though of uh, you know. I don't know, like I'm saying the lines or something, and then what? You step in, Charlie. Who steps in? You somebody steps uh, in and starts doing. I, it. Oh, I stepped yeah, in. Yeah. I, we, well, we all try, we all gave it a shot because you. We did a very high end special effect for us at the time where we were doing a split screen because you were obviously playing both characters. So we needed somebody to come in and read the other side of those lines. So no, I we didn't do a split screen a version of it. We didn't do a well, split whatever screen. it was. We did. We did an over the. We we did some kind of. It was it was a practical. Yeah, the trick effect. is but you just put is, someone in like Glenn's jacket who yeah. looks like him and shoot over his shoulder towards Glenn in the fat suit. Then you turn back around and you shoot yes. over a stand-in who looks like Glenn in the fat suit back to Glenn. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. pretty like basic. Oh, so I've, you, they did it in the twenties or the thirties. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the well. So I came in and for whatever reason, I instead of reading the lines, just I tried to do the voice that you did. Oh yeah, that's right. That's a blooper. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like whatever it was. It's like just having a swollen tongue. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like it's like you like oh, I picture yeah. there just being you know things pressing up against the vocal cords 
um, you know, maybe if you've if you've gained a little too much weight, uh, maybe there's something kind of you know constricting things, you know. Uh, so that was the that was the thought there, but um, <laughs> uh, I think the and I I think the idea of eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich when I answered the door was the last minute addition. I don't think that was in the script. I just thought like it'd be funny if he's like eating a, a you know a sloppy peanut butter and jelly sandwich when he answers the door. It's a nice little addition. I think it's got adds a nice little touch to it. Uh, but yeah, that was that was super fun. That little kid is oh, that amazing. kid is very funny, Timmy. Yeah. Yeah, it's very that, disturbing. That's that's very disturbing. I mean, it's all it's all just innuendo and fun until the very <laughs> <laughs> until the final line. And I I'm sure we sat yeah. there and didn't really labor over whether or not we should do it. It was just whatever whatever that final exclamation point at the end of it was was probably bandied about. And then Glenn, you 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 say you know like okay, I get it. I'll I'll take off, and you throw the kid a little wink. <laughs> Which really yes. puts it over the top. <laughs> That's so yeah, it's just funny. awful. Yeah. You say, you say so he's bad. there. He's not reformed in any way. He, you, no. You're out there taking the heat while I'm in here watching the Disney Channel. Yeah, that's what he oh. says. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why yeah. the hell would I move? <laughs> uh, so so horrible do you guys um are, are there what are there celebrities uh or 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 people that you've seen that are just absolutely like uncanny doppelgangers for you oh i can tell you the ones i get all the time yeah well Haley joel osmond that, used to be a thing although it's less so yep these days yeah Haley and i look a lot alike um mm -hmm. rob you got that one on the plane that one time what was the one on the plane? Oh, um, the guy from, oh yeah. Uh, a woman comes up to me and she says, oh, I'm such a big fan of yours. And I said, oh, thank you so much. And she said, oh, do you think we could get a photo? I said, sure, we take a photo. And she goes, I love Burn Notice. And I was like, oh, I've never seen, oh, I've never seen that show. And then I'm thinking, <laughs> you do look like is that she guy. watching Burn Notice? Yeah, so she's like, oh, Burn Notice is like my favorite show. Is it coming back? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't Jeffrey know, Donna. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Isn't his name Jeffrey Donovan? All day. Oh, he's, yeah, he's a very good looking guy. And he's he's also a fantastic <laughs> actor. He's, he's great. Fantastic. Loved him. Yeah. He's great in Fargo. Glenn, do you get people? Do you get people? I don't um, feel like I... Not really. Somebody... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know who I get these days is uh, people uh, compare me to Jonathan Groff. Um, mm, I see that a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, I get Pete Wentz quite a bit, and I know that Pete Wentz gets me. He's told me that a lot of people will will say the same thing. And I, yeah. I, there was also a, a band that I've I'd never heard uh, any of their mu music, but I got. Um, and I think you guys were always sort of around when the show first premiered, and we would go to events, and there would be people taking photographs of us, and no one had ever seen or heard of our show, but people thought that I was the lead singer of the band Hoobastank, and you guys were all <laughs> in the band. What a name. Yeah. So I would get a lot of Hoobastank comments. Yeah, Hoobastank um, guy. I, by the way, there's, you know, for those, for those, and I'm sure there's like mo vast majority of the people that are listening or watching this uh, have never actually experienced being on a red carpet, okay? There, let me tell you something. There is nothing more humiliating then stepping onto a world, uh, a, a red carpet for some sort of an event. Sometimes it's sometimes it would be the event that was like celebrating the thing that I'm in, and walking the red carpet, having all these people take photos of you, and after they take the photo, they yell at you, "Who are you? What's your name? 
You tell them, <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, that is so embarrassing. And they're like, how do you spell it? They want to know how to spell it. And you're like, I'm on that the doesn't, phone. That doesn't still happen to you, right? The, no, no, no. But that was that was something that would happen a lot like yeah, in, in the, the beginning, early in the beginning. seasons. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. For sure. People were like, oh, okay, he's on the red carpet. I know I have to take photos of him. And then afterwards, like, it, it can, tell us your name. Who the hell are you? How am I going to you know? sell these pictures? Uh, Charles? I get like uh, people, like regular people. Like people like, hey, this is my buddy. I just met in a bar and he's short and has a beard and scruffy hair. And It you never look looks like, like you. I, I get a lot. I've seen a lot of that on social media where people are like, I, look, look at my, my buddy. He's like, looks exactly yeah. like Charlie. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. No, no fucking I don't doesn't. see a lot of it. Uh, the basketball player one. Some, the, I saw. I, oh, was like yeah. A, that was pretty right. funny. It was a guy on the Mavericks, I think. And who's got to be like seven feet tall. So, uh, but uh, there was like someone had cobbled together like a series of pictures of him and then me. And I was like, okay, I see that. That was pretty funny. Yes. Yeah. 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 I remember seeing that. That was, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. Meg, what about you? Is any, any, is there anyone who people are like, oh, you look like so-and-so. I get, um, Selma Blair. Um, Selma Blair, but maybe not after an 11 hour flight. Um, (laughs) And uh, uh-huh. actually, the most uh-huh. accurate one I've ever gotten is that there's this movie called um, Welcome to the Dollhouse, which is like a dark comedy uh-huh. about this young girl who's yeah. like everybody hates, oh, yeah. basically. And she looks really nerdy and she looks exactly like I looked when I was younger. Like we'll put I'll put side by side pictures up in the podcast. I mean, to a T, that is what I looked like when I was a kid. <laughs> that movie is amazing. It's that amazing. Really That's Todd Salons, right? Yes. Yeah. I got one that I was very excited about recently, mm. uh, maybe six months ago. I was very excited. I was in pretty good shape. And I, ha- I, to be fair, I had a hat on and I had it down really low. And I was sitting out at, a, at, a, at lunch and some guy comes up and he's like, oh, fucking man, can I take a photo with you? And I'm like, sure, sure. And we we take a photo and he's like, oh, man, I just I, I love a lot of your shit. But like my favorite stuff is like back in the day. I'm like, OK, cool. He goes, I, the, the Departed, man. The, I love The Departed. And I was like, OK, wow. What's he going on? Wahlberg? Right. You're, you're he, thought you're Wahlberg. <laughs> he thought I was Wahlberg. And I was like, oh, man, I, I'm not. I'm not Mark Wahlberg. And he was like, oh, fuck you, man. Fuck you. And then he ran yeah, away. You are like, Wahlberg. Great, great. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you fucking are. <laughs> yeah, you fucking are. You can't hide from and me, I told Wahlberg. And I told that story to, to Mark Wahlberg, and he I'm looked Rob, at me like- actually. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wahlberg wasn't feeling yeah, yeah. it. You wish, buddy. <laughs> you wish, pal. You fucking wish. Yeah. How's that even possible? We're barely even the same size. Huh. How you gotta put, oh, you gotta put on more weight. You gotta put on more muscle. You don't even look like me. <laughs> he's, he's always just he's, he's always, always slightly just out worked breath. out. Yeah, he's always but, just worked out. You know, we I, we both got on a flat brim hat. That's it. What do they even say? <laughs> that's my. That's, do you think? Yeah, I, I do. You think that he yeah. like drops down and does like fucking twenty five push ups before every take of something? You know what I mean? So he is. So he's like legitimately out of breath. It adds like intensity to the scene, but also like he gets a pump. You know what I mean? Whatever he's doing, it's working. Because I'll watch that guy in anything. Yeah, same. absolutely. Same. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, uh, Rob, uh, you've got a sibling uh, who is now a writer on "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" um, and a mm-hmm. very good one, I have to say. It was. It's been very 
refreshing and uh, fun having her in the writer's room because she's really brilliant. Uh, but she's in this episode and she's your sister. She is. Yes, she is. Oh, yeah. She's also a, 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 writer, a great writer on Mr. Quest as well, the other one, the other show. Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Quest. Mr. Quest, the Quest. famous Apple show. Um, um, Katie well, Mack, is, uh, she calls you an asshole or a uh, creep or something like that. Yeah, yeah she says, she's the one who uh, says uh, pervert dickhead, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in addition to Katie, you have another sibling, Pat. Does Pat, do people stop Pat and, and think that it's you? Because he, Pat, yes. you and Pat look a lot alike, except that Pat keeps yeah. his hair kind of blonde mostly. But yes, my brother, my blonde. brother, we have we have di we have different coloring bl blonde, blonde hair. He's blonde hair, blue eyes, and I'm brown hair, brown eyes. And yet we do look so much alike that he gets mistaken for me all the time. Yeah, and he and yeah. he uses it because he he'll, he'll use it to like say if someone's like, oh, do you want to come to the front of the line of somewhere somewhere where where we all almost always will say no because. We don't want to be assholes that cut in front of lines. He'll just go, Who? yeah, because us. I'd say you. yes to that every time. Are you fucking kidding me? Somebody well, asked me if I want to go to the front of the line because I'm who I am. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's not going to work anymore at French restaurants. <laughs> They're not going to let Pat in. Yeah, it'll work. They 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 don't watch the that well, it won't work because they don't watch the show and they certainly don't listen to this podcast. French fucks. No, they don't. <laughs> Uh, Gregory Scott Cummins is back for this, playing Max Dad, one of my favorite, all-time favorite guest stars. He's such a marvelous, marvelously funny guy, uh, and I just love him so much. But he refers to um, uh, the the uh, sexual offender um, as uh, as Wendell Short Eyes. Now, uh, Rob, would you like to explain to everyone what, what the term Short Eyes means for those of you who uh, haven't spent much time in prison? Yes, uh, we learned sometime around that year that short eyes was the term that uh, inmates would refer to pedophiles mm -hmm. as, or pedophiles here in the U United States, uh, we, they would refer to them as short eyes. And then, of course, they became victims because there is some kind of um, honor amongst, amongst thieves in prison where uh, if you are a convicted child uh, abuser, they will take care of you. Uh, prison style. Short eyes That's right. Why, where do they get the stay. short eyes from, though? You got eyes for the short people? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not exactly um, sure what um, the origins of that love, are. It's love, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. God damn you. Uh, so. That's pretty. That's, uh, oh boy. <laughs> Well, I could go on and on about uh, Gregory Scott Cummins because I love him, but we could also we should also you know give props to uh, to uh, Max's mom and uh, Charlie's mom. Um, Lynn Marie is so funny in this episode. The way she the way she plays it when uh, Danny comes in and like every time he shuts her up and she just immediately just stops talking. She's just oh god, she's so funny. Hey guys, uh, short eyes is old school prison slang for a child molester that entered the public lexicon in the late 1970s when Miguel Pinheiro adapted his play Short Eyes into a movie with the same title. The movie is about a pedophile who gets tortured and ultimately killed by his fellow inmates after they find out what he's in jail for. So it's based, so it's based on a term that was used in the play or based on the yes. name of the play? 
Mm-hmm. The, the, yes, the, 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 the name of the play. A lot of big theater fans in prison. A lot of big theater know, fans like, in prison. Lot, you, know, guys, just, you guys see that play? You see that yo, play? Have you ever read? Have you ever actually read Moliere? Yeah, but have you read it? <laughs> no, but like, yeah, read it, read it. Bro, like, I really got a read Moliere it. tattoo right here. I love the French. <laughs> Great playwrights. Tartuffe? Have you read Tartuffe? It's Tart- unfucking believable. It's, oh it's, it's unbelievably farcical. You, you want to laugh? You want to laugh? <laughs> you want to laugh? Yeah, you want to laugh? Read some Moliere. Read some Moliere. Read all right, Moliere. trust me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys oh. are like, uh, <laughs> what's a, what's another one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, um, this has been a lot of fun. I truly, truly enjoyed this. Um, Megan, have you seen Glenn's head? Have you seen Glenn's head for all the creeps out there? Because we could, we could do a reveal for Megan. Ooh, I haven't seen it. Okay, well, it, it's, it's, yeah, so the character I'm playing in this movie is bald on top. Um, but it, you'll see, you'll see the fuzz because I haven't, we did, we've only done a hair and makeup test and that was on Friday. So what? I have to go through that because it doesn't, you know, people are gonna be like, oh, no, you're, I can see hair. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah. It's so, it's so, it's kind of Steve Jobby or alarming? something like, yeah. Yeah. So are yep, you gonna get it tanned uh, up the top, like get um, some sun on? Yeah, I mean, I'll obviously I'll shave it down to the skin. I think I think the plan is to shave it down to the skin, like up to like here, and have like a little bit, you know, just have it kind of a little a little fuzz, like maybe on top, like right here, um, as is often the case, um, to try and make it look as real as possible. But yeah, yeah, the character I'm playing is actually quite tan. Okay. It's, it's it's better from the side, you know what I mean? He's good. a real actor. That's real actor stuff. That what Glenn's It's doing. some real actory yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, That's bye. it. We've done it. That's Bye. It. We did it.